Joining Yahoo Finance Presents now is Interactive Brokers founder, Thomas Petterfee. Thomas, good to see you and good to get some more time with you. You're always on with us and it feels like we're, we're blocked off in, in five minutes and then, then you leave us. So good to get some time with you here and, and especially to talk about your new global trader app. Uh, why did you launch it and, and who are you targeting with it? So uh, the typical interactive uh, broker's customer is uh, somebody who proactively analyzes the markets and we provide them with uh, a great deal of information and data and, and research and trading tools to help them to achieve whatever their objectives may be. Uh, so it's a very feature-rich platform that often scares away people who are not experienced as self-directed investors. Uh, the global trader that you can download from, from the App Store is, is for beginners in the self-directed investor space. So these are people who may have been investing for many, many decades, but you know, they are not really good at, uh, in, in, in self-directed uh, with tools. And so we, we needed to introduce to them a, a very, very simple interface. And uh, of course, but this is also works very well for people who are on the go and, and they just want to check on their portfolio quickly or they want to do a quick trade. So it's an extremely simple tool. Uh, to open an account and to trade and to begin learning about investing in baby steps. Uh, it's all, we also provide a wonderful path for people to learn the platform and to start as, uh, as beginners and go on to reach different levels of sophistication. Thomas, is, uh, I, was on, I was on the platform. It's, it's slick, it's easy to use to your point. It's uh, a very interesting offering. Uh, as someone who has been around this industry for so long and, and pioneered so many advances, has it become too easy to trade stocks? Well, yeah, it's become very easy to trade stocks, but that doesn't mean that uh, people will just take crazy shots. I mean, at least I don't, I hope that our customers don't do that, but you know, we have to, it's not different than you are able to pick up your phone and call your broker and say, buy me a million shares of whatever. <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you, we've talked to you every step of the way uh, throughout the pandemic, this, this rise in volatility, when it has come, this rise in, in these next generation of investors. Are you surprised by how significant uh, the retail investor remains engaged with the market here? Yeah, well, it's basically because the market hasn't really come down very much. So, um, and even even the the you know even the the uh, meme meme stocks haven't come down very much. I mean, you know, GameStop is is still eighty dollars a share, right? It's, it's crazy. So, uh, what what generally has happened in the past? that uh, retail investors became very, very active. 
in an up market and then when the market suddenly crashed, you know, they would, they would uh, stop uh, coming to the market for several years. But we haven't seen that kind of a crash yet. Do you think we're, uh, you know, there's just so many things coming at investors right now, Thomas, the threat of higher interest rates. And to your point, a lot of investors haven't seen this dynamic in, in some time. How do you think that will influence the markets? Well, you know, there are, there are, and, and this is further complicated by the Ukraine. So uh, there are, there are several ways. I mean, you know, there are basically two broad camps. Uh, uh, some folks uh, believe that uh, they should sell now because they will have plenty of opportunity to, to come back into the market uh, later. Uh, this view, of course, is further encouraged by the possibility that China may become come closer and closer to Taiwan. Uh, also, there is a lot of leverage in the system uh, as the Fed begins to raise rates. Uh, we'll be looking at bankruptcies, maybe among many of the private equity firms uh, that and and that that are invested in 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 on, on high leverage and in several businesses that uh, basically are not will not be able to pay the interest. Mm. Uh, on the ex on the other hand. Uh, you know we have the we have the this uh, and of course you know the 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 uh, Ukrainian war can get much worse. But on the other hand, uh, as the two sides in this war are approaching exhaustion on both sides, uh, a negotiated settlement uh, becomes ever more likely. And the good framework for that already exists. Uh, and the ongoing fighting is mostly about the details of, of, of where exactly the borders will be drawn and how the neutrality of Ukraine will be guaranteed and how to draw the EU and the US into a, a peace agreement so that the existing sanctions will be withdrawn. Mm -hmm. um, this possibility is encouraging people to to um, like into like today, uh, as, as the market is up now, the S and P's are up seventy points. It encourages people to buy, uh, put, put coming back into the market, um, and especially to buy previously high flying. Um, um, uh, companies with bright, bright prospects that, uh, although they have had no earnings, they are now down 50, 50 60, 70%. Mm -hmm. So uh, we see people nibbling at those. Uh, I believe that the safest strategy in, in, in these markets where where the market can move a great deal in either direction. It's hard to tell where you are. Uh, I think the safest strategy is to employ is vertical option spreads where, where your, um, your exposure is very, very limited. 
and uh, should you be able to to catch the market in the right direction you can make very very decent profits and here i'm talking about uh, selling uh, near strike puts or calls and, and buying further out of the money uh, puts or calls to hedge yourself and depending upon what your sentiment is you either do this with puts or calls and uh, that way if you're right you can make a decent amount of money and your exposure as i said is is limited mm -hmm. um so you, you mentioned the uh the russia ukraine war and in prepping for this thomas i, I caught a recent op-ed that you wrote for barons uh it was pretty amazing but also you know highlighted your upbringing uh going to breadlines when you were the age of seven in socialist Hungary. Uh, suffice to say, a lot of folks have not had that same experience. Where is your- <laughs> That's a lucky where, thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell you, Thomas, I have not had that experience. You know, it's just uh, it's just the reality. I, where has your head been uh, over the past few weeks as the situation has been playing out? Well, I feel extremely sympathetic. I mean, to, to tell you frankly, to, to both sides, because when the Russian tanks in 1956, uh, there was an uprising in Hungary and, and, and the Russians were, who were in Hungary at the time were beaten back to their barracks. And uh, then uh, fresh troops came in and, and you know, these tanks rolled in. And yeah, well, of course, you know, they would, in those days, we had no anti-tank weaponry. So, you know, a tank could do anything they wanted. So the only, the only uh, weapon that sometimes worked was Molotov cocktails. And if the, if the top of the tank was open and you could loop one in, so it would fall into the tank. <laughs> it was horrendous when it exploded. So I remember I climbed up from a couple of occasions on these tanks and I looked in, you know, they were disabled tanks where everybody died and I looked in and there were those charred bodies inside. It's, it's just horrible. But at any rate, to come back to the current uh, situation, now, of course, it's, it's awful for the Ukrainians to, to be in these buildings and, you know, have, have them come down upon them. Uh, it, it's surprising how few casualties they've been so far. I mean, given that we see all these buildings collapsing and the, the casualties are still in the thousands, it's just, I mean, it's horrible, but it's, it's surprisingly small. And on the other hand, you look at these Russian kids, you know, 18, 19, 20 year old kids who don't even know where they are, supposedly. And, and you know, they sit in these steel boxes that, you know, if, if, if they run out of, of uh, fuel, uh, they can't run the tanks and they become incredibly cold in there. You know, it, it goes well below zero and they can get 
out to even go to the bathroom and you know they've been sitting in their weeks on end so so it's horrible on both sides and you know, that's why i say that you know a peace negotiation i think is is in the cards probably it's always good to get some time with you i know you're a busy guy we greatly appreciate you coming on yahoo finance all these times we'll talk to you soon thank you very much